Well, hi there out there in uh, Home Inspection Land, Podcast Land, or iTunes Land, wherever you happen to be coming from. Uh, This is Preston Sandlin with the Home Inspection Show, owner of uh, Home Inspection Carolina here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, wherever you're listening from or what time you're listening to, I I just want to say that I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll give you a little bit of value um, in exchange for the time that you spent with us. Um, we talk about all subjects, home inspection-related, home-related. Uh, that's just sort of our wheelhouse and our sphere. And, uh, you know, as I'm going over things with my guys, as we encounter things, um, I just always think, you know, this would be a good podcast, uh, a little bit of informative. Uh, and sometimes, you know, I, I, I know some things, but a lot of times I have to do some research myself. And after I've done that, I'm like, you know what? I need to share this. So, uh, you know, we run into knob and tube wiring. We're talking about electrical wiring. It was used um, between the 1880s, 1890s, up until about 1940. You've probably seen it. You see these, uh, if you've ever been up in an attic especially, you'll see these ceramic uh, or porcelain-looking tubes and knobs uh, with wires going around them. And this was really the early form of electrical wiring before, you know, Romex, Romex and all that sort of stuff. Um, there was no ground. It was just a hot neutral, and they were separated by good space. <laughs> you know, whereas today the wire, you know, they run side by side, but, you know, they don't touch, obviously. But uh, I, I think the early days it was thought, you know, it was much safer to keep them apart. Um, the wiring is in um, usually a cotton or a rubber sheathing. Um, it's called a loom, and, uh, but as it passes through, it's, it's pulled tight. You rarely ever see this loose. It's pulled tight through the tubes, and the tubes protect the wiring uh, from the wood. And for the time that it was made and used for, it was actually very safe. Um, it was a pretty safe build. Gosh, not a good wiring. And I'm not saying they should be a little alarmed by it because of some other reasons we're going to talk about here in a minute. But for the time and the appliances that were used and the type of wiring, it actually was a pretty safe uh, um, application of, you know, what, what, what they had at the time. Now, Let's say we find knob and tube today, and a lot of times you see it in older homes, not being used anymore. It's still in place, but you got to find out, is this still being used? Is this still being active? Um, and if it is, there's probably some chances it's got some splices on it, and uh, they're probably not proper splices, because a lot of times they're spliced, and they're just in wire nuts, and they connect it to Romex. There's no box involved or anything like that. So first and foremost, let's talk about a couple of things. As soon as I see knob and tube, I know that the houses from 1940 and before did not have the amount of appliances, the amount of electronics, uh, the amount of stuff that we have today. So it was not built to withstand the uh, type of stuff we have today. So there's no house built 40 years prior that uh, can handle the load demanded on a house of today with today's uh, toys or I don't know if toys is the right word, appliances and everything. So some modifications have had to be made. This is where knob and tube uh, wiring gets a little scary 
Um, and the second part is, you know, think about this for a second. If they really haven't made any sense, uh, you know, all that you see is prior to 1940, that sheathing, uh, you know, that cotton sheathing wiring has, has worn out. And it was made to be out in the open. Um, so what happens is it's dried out, and a lot of times it just whisks away, and you got a bare wire there, which is not good. Um, the other thing was it was also made to be out in the open. Um, you know, you're not supposed to have insulation covering it. Uh, you know, up until before 1940, insulation really wasn't much of a thought. Um, the idea being that if there was any heat or anything like that, it would just radiate, you know, and it wouldn't um, overheat or anything like that. So a couple of things may not be dangerous for today's um, applications. Um, and it, it, it's not used anymore. It wasn't used anymore after then because it's very expensive, and they came out with Romax and uh, some of the other types of wiring. Um, it's expensive with the, the tubes and the, the porcelain, and they, they'll last forever, um, the tubes themselves and um, the knobs. And the wiring lasts, but the sheathing on the wiring doesn't last, so that creates a problem. Um, the, there's a problem where, you know, it's not built for the loads of today, so if it's being used today, it's had to have been modified, and there's probably a 99.9% .9 chance those modifications aren't uh, quite proper um, and potentially causing a fire hazard. Um, the second, another problem with insulation, people have added insulation to the attics. You know, they bought an old home, so they've covered it up. Um, it was not made to be like that. It's also easy to damage um, when you can't see it or it's covered up. You know, people step on it, something like that, and it's real, real easy to damage. Um, another problem is insurance. If you have knob and tube wiring and you, you know, there's a lot of companies that will not insure houses with knob and tube wiring, basically because of what I said, that it, it just, it's, it's an antiquated system at this point for today's loads and appliances. It was good when it was built, and it was good for what it did, but it just can't handle today's load and all of the sheathing. Uh, not all of it, but it's uh, there's a lot of worn sheathing. It's you know, it's, it's like imagine driving a you know 1930s car today out on the interstate, out on the thing, you know, and everything on that car is from 1930. Um, Great, I love antique cars, but I'm not sure you want to take you know take off in that car and drive you know to Disney and back, um, just because everything on that car is you know 70, 80 years old, um, and things just don't hold up. So insurance, um, illegal splices. Um, lots of other stuff. We see knob and tube wiring. The main thing we want to do is to see if it's being used at all. You know, we have, um, you know, we can see if current's going through wires. Um, if it's being used, uh, we're looking for splices, frayed wires, which I can almost always find. Um, we're going to recommend an electrician come out and further evaluate it. Um, Really, I would probably just bypass it if, if I could and uh, run new wiring. And, and most houses have already done that. Uh, you don't have to remove, you know, but you're just disconnecting it and, and no longer using it. I know I'll probably get a couple of, uh, you know, 
electrician say, oh, there's nothing wrong with knob and tube. It's great. It was a great system. Well, it was at the time that it used and for the amount of uh, appliances that we had in, you know, 1935, <laughs> 1940 and before. Um, but, you know, that was prior, you know, TVs in every room, computers in every room, uh, AC, uh, you know, the ovens that we have today, the the dryers, you know, all that stuff that, that we use today, all the lighting. We didn't have near that many lights, and, and the amount of outlets has increased. So, you know, we just use a lot more electricity today than we did back then, and the, the loads have changed. So, anyway, if you have knob and tube wiring, I'm going to try to put some links down in the um, where you can find some more information in the uh, description. Uh, and, of course, uh, you can always go to homeinspectioncarolina.com or ask the Charlotte inspector and email us uh, directly if you have any questions. Um, I love older homes. I love older cars. Um, you just got to realize what you're getting into and, uh, you know, have your eyes wide open and, and don't, you know, don't, don't, don't go in thinking one thing and, you know, wind up having to pay a lot of money to do something you weren't expecting. That's, that's not what we want, uh, and that's, you know, our job as a home inspector is to uh, alert you to, you know, you need to get this checked out. You're probably going to need to modernize it. Um, and how much is that going to cost? And where does that put you, you know, in your budget or market value or, you know, whatever you're doing to evaluate the home. Um, this has been Preston Sandlin with the Home Inspection Show. Um, if you got value out of today's show, please give us a, a, a rating. It would mean the world to me. Um and uh, just stay tuned, and we'll be back. Uh, I've got some, some more things coming up that I think are, are interesting and uh, beneficial if you're into homes, home inspections, uh, home-related uh, uh, topics. Thanks a lot. Have a good day.